Hi folks, this is your Dispatch Riders podcast, a series bringing you exciting and enthralling Indian war stories. Stories about great Indian battles, stories about incidents that happened during wartime, and finally stories about the brave men and great leaders of the Indian armed forces. Stay tuned with me. Today I bring to you the story of the greatest fighter pilot of the Indian Air Force who tenaciously engaged four Pakistani Air Force Sabre jets all alone in a feisty aerial duel during the 1965 India-Pakistan war. The battle came to be known as the Air Battle of Kalaikonda. The pilot was Flight Lieutenant Alfred Cook. Stay tuned to listen to this exceptional war story. The India-Pakistan War of 1965 started in early August when an estimated 30,000 Pakistani soldiers crossed the line of control in Kashmir. By early September, a full-fledged war was on on the western and eastern borders of India and Pakistan. By early September, the air forces of both countries, not involved initially, were pressed into action. In East Pakistan, 12 Pakistani sabre jets of the number no. 14 squadron were based at Tejgaon. and these effectively represented the sum total of pakistan air forces striking power in the eastern sector the pakistan air force had planned coordinated air strikes on both the western and eastern fronts on september 6 but due to bad light and some confusion due to the time difference of 1 hour between east and west pakistan the air strikes from east pakistan assigned to the number no. 14 squadron in tejgaon had to be postponed Number 14 squadron also got lucky. The Indian Air Force launched counter strikes the next day that is September 7, but due to some faulty intelligence, they ended up bombing the wrong Pakistani air base at Kurmitola instead of Tejgaon. This was at a time when the Sabre jets at Tejgaon were getting armed for their planned strike into India. Alarmed by the Indian air strike at Kurmitola, the Tejgaon base commander Group Captain Gul Haider directed the commanding officer of the number no. 14 squadron squadron leader Shabbir Hasan to immediately get airborne for the planned strike on the Kalaikonda air base near Kharagpur Kalaikonda was the main hub of the Indian Air Force's offensive power in the east In the next segment I will talk about the first air strike of Pakistani sabre jets on the Kalaikonda air base Stay tuned Welcome back. This is the Dispatch Riders podcast and I'm telling you a story related to the air battles in the eastern sector during the 1965 India-Pakistan war. The number no. 14 squadron of the Pakistani Air Force executed their first air strike in India on the Kalaikonda Air Base on September 7 early morning. The mission was to destroy the Canberra bombers and hunter aircraft stationed at Kalaikonda. Accompanying squadron leader Shabbir Syed on the mission were flight lieutenants Haleem, Bashir, Tariq Habib and Afzal Khan, thus completing a four aircraft formation. To fly this route covering approximately 300 kilometers, the jets had to deploy additional fuel tanks, 
thus compromising their armament load. All they had with them for the attack were the frontal machine guns of the aircraft. The Sabre jets flew low southward from Tejgaon and entered the Bay of Bengal and then turned west towards Kalaikonda. The base lacked adequate radar coverage so there was no warning of the impending attack. To add to the constraints, there were only three anti-aircraft guns defending the airfield. More guns had arrived just the day before but had not yet been positioned. The strike came at 6.40 am just when the base was waking up to commence the day's activities. At Kalaikonda, two Canberra bombers, which had just returned from an air raid, were standing on the tarmac totally exposed as targets. In addition, there were four vampire jets also on the tarmac, getting readied for an air raid. All of these were completely destroyed in the Pakistani attack. The Pakistani jets completed their mission and returned to Tejgaon by 7.45 am. This raid was categorized as a successful one from the Pakistani standpoint. Squadron leader Shabir was later awarded a much-deserved medal. At this point, the Pakistani Air Force, who were rejoicing, made a blunder. Getting carried away with the success of the air raid, they planned a second one on Kalaikonda on the same day, not realizing that Kalaikonda was now in a state of complete readiness. The Pakistani mission was to completely wipe out whatever remained of the Kalaikonda airbase. Little did they realize that they were headed for a full-scale air combat. In the next segment, I will take you through the epic air battle between the four Pakistani Air Force Sabre Jets and just two Indian Hunter aircraft. Stay with me. At about 10.30 am, the four Pakistani Sabre Jets coming in for their second attack on Kalaikonda were briefly picked up as a blip on the radar at Kalaikonda. At that time, there were only two Indian Air Force fighters in the air, two Hunter aircraft which were on combat air patrol duty over the Dum Dum airfield and Barakpur. The Indian pilots were Flight Lieutenant Alfred Cook and Flying Officer S.C. Mamgain. Both the aircraft were told to rush to Kalaikonda to intercept the incoming aircraft. Both aircraft rushed from their location towards Kalaikonda, a distance of approximately 120 nautical miles or about 220 kilometers. The Sabres pulled up over Kalaikonda as planned. By this time, the anti-aircraft guns also opened up but were completely ineffective against the high-speed Sabre jets. The Pakistanis proceeded to destroy the entire war machinery that was available on the ground on the airfield. One Sabre jet orbited overhead to provide cover and the other three carried out shallow dive attacks over the airfield. At this time, the two hunters flown by Cook and Mamgain, codenamed as the Red Formation, arrived over Kalaikonda. Cook was the first to spot the Sabres and decided to launch the attack. He then proceeded to order his wingman, Flying Officer Mamgain, 
to break off and go for the aircraft orbiting above the airfield while he decided to take on all three Sabre jets that were attacking the airfield. This order was not in accordance with the air warfare tactics wherein the wingman stays glued to the leader's tail. Cook however decided that under the circumstances the best thing to do was to take a chance, split up and divide the load. Cook got behind one sabre, fired at it and chased it so low that one could see trees in the gun camera film of his aircraft. The sabre that Cook was chasing was that of Flight Lieutenant Afzal Khan. Both pilots got engaged in a classic dogfight employing all possible maneuvers. They cut speed, fell back, turned to get behind each other or to break out by accelerating when their speeds fell too sharply. Cook seized one such occasion when Avsal decided to break out of a turning dogfight and straighten out, Cook used his better acceleration to catch up and opened fire. The sabre broke up, engulfed in the ball of fire and crashed near the airfield. Flight Lieutenant Afzal Khan was killed. In the coming segment, we will continue with the story of this air battle. Don't go away. As Cook broke off from his attack on Afzal Khan, he was attacked by two sabers, probably flown by Halim and Tariq Habib. Putting his training to maximum use and pushing his hunter aircraft to the limit, Cook was soon able to reverse the situation and soon got behind one sabre which was flown by Habib. At this point, the fight was happening at treetop height at speeds in excess of 700 km an hour. When Cook was about 300 yards from the sabre in front, he opened fire. Large bits of the aircraft were torn off. A terrified Habib straightened his wings and somehow managed to extract his aircraft out of combat and towards East Pakistan. Meanwhile, Halim, in a bid to save Habib, managed to get behind Cook's aircraft. Cook's dogfight with the third sabre now commenced. Cook once again turned the tables on the enemy and got behind Halim instead. At one point, both aircraft were diving towards the ground with Halim attempting to break away and Cook trying to find his target. Eventually, Halim's tactics paid off because Cook had to come out of the dive or else he would have crashed into the ground. But while Cook pulled out of the dive, his guns kept firing and once again, pieces of the enemy aircraft ahead of him were chipped away. Halim was fortunate to escape and exited towards East Pakistan at full throttle. With three of the four sabers accounted for, we'll move to the next segment to find out what finally happened in this air battle. Don't go away. While pulling out of his dive when chasing Halim, Cook ran out of ammunition. With that realization, he decided that it was futile to chase the escaping sabre jet. He then turned his attention to the action between Mamgain and the fourth sabre flown by Bashir. At this point, he realized that the Pytot tube 
of his aircraft had been damaged, possibly because he had flown low enough to hit some trees. In effect, he had no indication of his airspeed now. Meanwhile, Mamgain and Bashir were engaged in a prolonged dogfight and Mamgain had scored some hits on Bashir's aircraft. But the fight was slowly turning in favour of the Pakistani pilot. Cook decided to intervene with nothing to fight with since he had expended his ammunition. Regardless, he came in from the front at top speed almost on a collision course with Bashir's aircraft. The Pakistani pilot was petrified and pulled hard to get out of a collision, thus providing Cook the well-needed opportunity to get in between Mamgain and Bashir, with Bashir now in front of him. He then ordered Mamgain to break off the dogfight and head for Dum Dum. With Mamgain out of the way, Cook stuck behind Bashir. The Pakistani, expecting gunfire any instant, tried everything he knew by way of evasionary tactics. Loops, turns, stalls, everything to prevent being shot down. But Cook stuck to his tail like glue. Nothing that Bashir knew could shake off Cook. After a while, Bashir smelt a rat because the expected gunfire never came from Cook. Realizing that he had a good chance to escape, he straightened out and headed for Pakistan. Cook chased Bashir till the border and then turned back. Now critically low on fuel, he just about managed to make an emergency landing at the Dum Dum airport. Soon upon landing, when his senior officers tried to talk to Cook, the brave pilot had a huge memory loss, possibly because of the huge adrenaline rush, and could only regain flashes of memory of his chasing the sabers and flying at treetop height and so on. Later, Cook recovered fully, but the true story of his feat was provided by the gun cameras of his aircraft. The fact of the matter, as revealed by the cameras, was that Cook had engaged with each of the four sabers and single-handedly prevented a sure-shot destruction of the Kalaikunda airbase that morning. When Halim managed to land back at Tejgaon, he reported that the Pakistani fighters had been engaged by nine hunter aircraft. This was surely a backhanded tribute to the brave Alfred Cook, who seemed to have managed to fight with each of the four Sabre jets attacking Kalaikunda that day. It also transpired that Habib, the second Sabre that Cook chased away after damaging it, had managed to reach East Pakistan but crashed soon after. Flight Lieutenant Alfred Cook was awarded the Veer Chakra for gallantry for this incident. His stubborn defense of Kalaikonda against four attacking enemy fighters was the most intense action seen by any Indian fighter pilot. Some are of the opinion that a better analysis of this incident and the feat achieved by Cook on part of the higher authorities would have made Cook a contender for the Paramvir Chakra. Alfred Cook gave up what was a sure shot successful career in the Indian Air Force and migrated to Australia, where he is now settled. During the 50th anniversary celebration of the 1965 War of India and Pakistan, Cook returned to his squadron and presented his Veer Chakra to his squadron to be preserved for posterity. Alfred Cook was a legend in every sense of the word and will continue to inspire generations and generations of fighter pilots of the Indian Air Force. 
that's all for now from your dispatch rider do look out for my next episode which will be an equally enthralling story of brave indians during war goodbye for now